Yeah, Chris, how are you? Monday morning, how long gone? Another episode, a lot of stuff going on in the world today, I've, I've heard, but, you know, first and more, most importantly, we want to introduce the fact that this show is supported by Manscaped. You know, Manscaped, from what I understand, I wouldn't know, uh, is, is the best in, in below-the-belt grooming. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know why, Chris? Because I didn't use this product. All right, off to a great start. So, Manscaped <laughs> offers precision. I'm just kidding. I, I didn't use the product, but I, I wore the boxer briefs. You wore the boxer briefs? How did they fit? I was actually very curious. I would say the fit is nice. I mean, I, I the, the the spray is an interesting product. I will say that. Mm, which spray is that, Chris? I believe it's the it's the it's the I can't deal with this. It's the spray for <laughs> your for your uh, testicles. Okay, it's it's a. They like to use the word balls, which feels a little, um, you know, it feels a little young for me. I feel mm-hmm. like testicles. I like to go a little more medical with this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, procedural. The the testes. I'm interested in the in the light f- feature of this thing because I I'm still looking mm-hmm. for those people who are interested in in grooming <laughs> their body in complete darkness. It just mm-hmm. seems like a really interesting choice, but they really play that up in the ad. They really love to promote that part of that feature. You know, I've used it and when it's not in complete darkness and it do- it does offer a helping hand that that you would think would not be a big deal, but you know, sometimes we're in a little bit more of a low light situation, maybe for our fellas out there or our ladies who are camping. You know, you're. What about. You mean people who got their light bill shut off because they can't pay because of COVID? This is what you need. Well, you know, if you got your light bill cut off, that means that you also have your ball trimming device charging station cut off. Yeah, but it come. I'm sure it comes charged, so you have at least a couple hours. Man, yeah, it, it, of course it ships with a couple hours worth of juice in there. They're not monsters. Better than what you know, failing Steve Jobs could have ever done. So if you're yeah, so if you're taking an outdoor shower uh, because your your heat got turned off and your lights got turned off, let me be of- clear: it is not waterproof. Do not use it in the outdoor shower. <laughs> COVID, COVID-19, um, you know, yeah, hopefully you still have USB power in your car so you could charge mm. it there. Um, but yeah, you know, look, if you want to get 20% off on, on this Manscaped product plus free shipping, uh, use the code gone, G-O-N-E at manscaped.com and, uh, you know, make your testes their besties. I said it. Really didn't expect you to take the houseless <laughs> demographic angle with this free form ad read. I thought, you know, since you are such a big fan of the boxers, obviously you like the fact that they, you can kind of do like a subscription on it because uh, you suffer from the dreaded swamp crotch. And it's cool of you <laughs> yeah. to like yeah. be open about that and know that you need specifically engineered underwear that, you know, features I'm microfiber a, technology I, to keep your high friction areas cool. I'm a survivor and I'm talking to other survivors. That's awesome. So yeah, if you want to support the podcast in all seriousness, you need to, I mean, I use it to, to trim my beard all the time and it actually works quite well. It's wireless for when you travel, you know, have a light on it. So if I, if you're like, I'm going to go out of town right after we record this pod, I'm going to pack my Manscaped ball, ball trimmer in there in case I need to trim up the, the beard or the mustache for an important date where I'm just kidding. There's going to be no date We're we're living in COVID now, but it works out well. And then, you know, if you have anything similar to the swamp crotch that Chris is experiencing, 
the the microfiber performance box. Uh, they have five stars on manscaped.com, so you know they must be really. Yeah, cool. I bet they do. Who gave them the stars themselves? I don't, I don't know how the I don't know how the web works. You know, it, it's, we're native and organic cats, and that's the kind of ads we're going to bring you guys. All right, let's let's get into it, TJ. Yeah, and if you are discovering this show for the first time because you listen to last episode featuring Sasha Freer Jones telling a very. Um, emotional and serious story i am sorry that we are getting off uh, on the wrong foot with a nut hair ad <laughs> but you know this it, is, it's important this is, that you is, know we contain multitudes yeah i mean podcasting is unfortunately a game where unless you're going to digitally beg your your listeners for money this is what you have to do you know and 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 you know jason i'm not above it and neither are you and that's why we do this podcast together i don't panhandle i manhandle manscaped.com oh! Let's go, baby. Enter code gone at checkout. Oh, my goodness. That's bars. Damn. I saw that Dr. Dre was back in the studio, but I didn't know them jeans was back in the studio. Is Dr. Dre alive? Dr. Dre did live. Yeah. Among among all of the, the incredible news this week, uh, Dr. Dre has returned to the studio. He posted a photo, a, a squad photo in the studio uh where he looked well he's already in the studio bitch he lived in the studio just like he, he's like me he lives in the studio that's what we do it's Look, natural he, he's been around all this electronic equipment and gear for so long that it straight up gave him a brain tumor so maybe just take a step back I, I mean, look, he, he's got, he, dude, he's got an angry ex-wife. He's gonna have to pay like a million dollars a day too. So he's probably back in the studio. He's probably gonna have to, he's probably gonna have to work with Eminem again. That's how bad it's gotten. Uh, do, you, do you remember the photo, fo- <laughs> the photo of, of him and his wife in better times when they were wearing matching, um, t-shirts? What did they say, Jason? Oh, I'm glad you asked. It may, it may have been a wi- wife beater style shirt tank or. We don't, we don't call those wife beaters anymore, Jason. They're called A shirts. Uh, I call them ribbed sex tanks, but you can call them <laughs> that. Work. Anything A-shirt. works. Whatever you want. You know whatever better you want than works. a shirt and a a shirt. Um, use the promo code gone at americanapparel.com <laughs> if you want to buy good, better shirts than uh, most other brands. So, shout out to Jason's old buddy Dov Charney. I know he's listening. Um, Dov. But yeah. Okay. So what were, what were we even talking? Okay. So yeah, there's a there's a photo of them posing together where Dr. Dre has a bit of a sultry grin on his face and. He's wearing a T-shirt that simply just says the words "motherfucker," and then mm. his uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I do know that's okay. and then his yeah. woman of the night life partner is wearing a shirt that says "mother." So you know he wants to let everyone know that he has sex with his wife, um, like that's, an absolute that's, freak. That's pretty cool, Doctor Dre. Man, it has been an absolute insane week of news. It, it really is. I, I was listening to a few podcasts this morning, um, you know, before my workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, and, your Sunday morning ritual. You had to go to church. Yeah, I went to church and I listened to Tim Dill and then I listened to Red Scare. So I was trying to undo everything I learned at oh church. Um, you had you had a double dose of no, it was a lot. But Tim Dillon made a great joke about doing of Trump supporters. <laughs> Tim Dillon made a great joke about doing coke off a of Jim Blossom CD and hating Elon Musk. So I felt of close kinship to him. I don't I don't agree with him all the time, but when he talks about doing coke off a of Jim Blossom CD, now we're talking. Yeah, that that is um, ripped from the pages of your life's story. Truly, but no, I I, I mean you know we've had we've had it's just coming at us from every angle this week. What we, did he we have got, to say about my main man Elon? He was just saying that he's a fucking dork and that people who worship at the altar of him are also dorks. And it's like, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I've said before, I mean, it's a fucking car and I don't care about space. 
Um, but <laughs> like he was basically saying, this is funny. He was saying that he, you know, he, he was with friends who had had COVID and he, they were trying to tell him that it's like worse than cancer. And he was like, they were like, you just don't get it. He's like, no, I do get it. It's really bad guys. I understand COVID is really bad, but it's not as bad as having pancreatic cancer. Don't, you can't say that you're alive. Like, don't, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. And, and he was just saying, it's the same thing with Tesla driver. Like people are like, you just don't get it. You just, you, if you don't have a Tesla, you, you just don't get it. It's, it's like, it's like the way you make jokes about stopping at a gas station or, you know, mm-hmm. having to drive a car yourself yourself it's a similar kind of kind of (laughs) through line that you would make to me okay okay Um, i understand that i understand it was pretty funny it was pretty funny but i mean elon's not the hottest story this last week jason Uh, unfortunately you know it is true Um, i mean it wasn't even really a story at all other than him becoming the world's richest man i guess that's yeah that's a decent sized story but that seems like weeks ago at this point I know it does. And I also think that that richest, richest man, richest person stuff kind of, it really fluctuates more often than we realize. Ooh, not unlike Tesla's stock. Am I right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I think it's all stock related. Okay. So I went there. something shifts and then all of a sudden, you know, Bezos is back on top, you know, to choose your devil wisely, losers. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's hope. But yeah, I mean, other than that, we we just had, you know, the army, army hammer cannibal stuff, which is the gift that keeps on giving. I, I haven't really chosen to interact with it because it's like really sad and dark like it's it's funny that he's doing i mean i, I guess maybe it's not even funny i don't know like no it's fun no 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 it's funny everything about it is funny it's also sad and dark and I think that's as, okay you know, as long as the the victim uh, victims of his cannibalism are consenting then i guess that is well cool. i don't think he ever i don't think he i think that's the thing about his cannibalism i think it's merely a fantasy i don't think he's ever actually eaten someone's heart Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe who knows? Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the rich and famous have access to. I, I think that he has definitely consumed the still beating heart of a small animal. That's, well, that's you're, not you're, off the table. Well, you're an adventurous eater, Jason. Have you ever had that sort of delicacy? I mean, I, I've eaten heart many a time, but it's always been cooked. I think not. And just to be clear, I want to make this very clear: not human, not human, as okay, far as okay. I know, and also not you know still warm and beating because mm-hmm. i had just plunged it from the depths of its of its <laughs> I see. sternum i okay but i mean it, but it's dark because like he's like posting videos of him like smoking dmt out of a vape and being like hell yeah my like court drug test that i have to take so i can see my kids doesn't check for dmt <laughs> this is awesome that? cool bro Vape, vaping DMT at the Ritz Carlton in the Cayman Islands, Jason. You tell me you don't want to do that. You're lying. Okay, vaping DMT at the Ritz Carlton is is cool. I mean, I'll be I'll be at the Ritz in Santa Barbara in just a few hours. I don't will, don't flex on me while I'm in my parents' bedroom. Don't do that. I mean, and if I were to have a a vape loaded up with the drug DMT, and I took some and watched diners, drive-ins, and dives in the privacy of my own home or hotel. That is great. I will go on a spiritual journey, and it'll be fine. If I ever get drug tested, they won't find anything. We are just to, just FYI, as the leader of this show, I did want to inform you that, um, unfortunately, due to a shift in corporate policy, we will be drug testing at How Long Gone um, in 2021, just for insurance purposes. We can talk about it later. This is going to pose a bit of an issue for me. I will say, just coming up, just just first position. I I'm going to have to push back a little bit on that. It's. I mean, look. I understand that, and and these manscaped dollars have to be split. But we'll we'll discuss later. Split like the hair of my chinny chin chin. 
Never, Thanks. my testicles. Never, I would never. Okay, so so I'm. So you're saying that army? You're saying that the DMT at the Ritz is not dark. You're saying I'm saying that's all good. I'm saying the dark part is that he is like, oh, he's I got kids. I agree. Well, he has kids, but the main reason why he's taking it is because he can can do that very powerful drug that if abused could send you into a you know deep mental spiral and he's like yeah this is cool i'm taking that you know he would love to be taking coke or speed or whatever else made him look like you know like he put a fucking fork into a electrical outlet i think he i think he's doing a little bit of everything fam uh, is my guess yeah but i don't think i don't think you're just vaping dmt if you haven't been doing coke no, no, no. He's no. He said that he was doing DMT because the they don't oh, they don't drug, the drug test, test for it. So he's still able to see his kids. So he's like breaking the law in like a very dark way, like smart way. But yeah, I understand. The, the, a judge was like, "You can't see your kids because you're too much of a fuck up." And then he like found a way to beat that system. So then he's like, "Hey, kids, I'm like, I've been up for five days on DMT, <laughs> fucking like B B grade Victoria's Secret models that agreed to." <laughs> You know, let me cut them a little bit in the Cayman <laughs> Islands and fucking cut them a little bit. Jack off to their Snapchat. Yeah, so Daddy's been doing that, and um, I think it's all very dark. But I also think that he will see a a return. You think this is all part of his story arc, and he will come out on top? I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say like story arc, but mm-hmm. I do think that I do think that I mean he's very very rich and the heir to an incredible fortune and considered like a leading man he will go to rehab he will come back it will be fine he'll be in movies again in a year to two years i would say i I think that a good amount of irreparable damage has happened and it will continue to happen but also didn't this happen to like charlie sheen when like he went full off the rails and then they let him be on two and a half men and everyone everyone was like ah it's all good yeah that's what happens we that's what happens i mean our army hammer is also like his career is f- fairly new, and he and he is he is the heir to the throne of Arm and Hammer. Is that correct? Yes, one of I would assume. There's the, I mean, literally, his sister. name being Army Hammer and him being the Very heir sick. to the fortune of Arm and Hammer uh, baking soda money, and also the irony of the baking soda. You know what I mean? Wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah because I mean, you know he is doing more crack than cocaine. I'm assuming at this point, and also I, I would hope I'm seeing a lot of through line similarities between him and Hunter Biden. Am I wrong? Yeah, he's a less cool Hunter Biden. Like he has he has less redeeming quality. <laughs> he has well, he just has less redeeming qualities. You know what I mean? Like Hunter Biden is kind of Hunter Biden feels a little more charming to me than Army Hammer Mm, isn't it cool that Army Hammer everyone thinks he's like really handsome attractive charming you know he's a Winklevoss he's in call me by your name kissing timidly you know he's a hot as hell guy most cool people that we know would rather have sex with Hunter Biden than him definitely I think that's pretty cool it is very cool so that means the power of Hunter and his art his painting but, um, but I. But also, Hunter's not. You know, when he gets a full detail job, really clean under those fingernails, get a nice hot shave, and get him in, you know, something new from the uh, Xenia collection that we all have been dying over. We've I think, moved I on think to Prada. We've moved on to Prada this morning. For I think the he's cleaned up pretty well. Uh, we've moved on to Prada. Yeah, I mean, it's not good, but people, we've moved on. It's it's oversized leather bomber jackets and gloves with drug bags on them. Uh, drug like. P- pouches okay uh but p- 
people will continue to jerk off at the altar of Raph until he dies because he did something interesting 20 years ago. So, you know, that's where we're at. I've decided to make an offer-sized bomber again. Uh, but, it, but it's really funny because Raph, he, there's this interview of him and, and Mrs. Prada in the New York Times, like, in conversation because he took, you know, he's he's basically taking over. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I could think of in the picture is that he looks, his hair looks like the episode of Seinfeld where they get the bad shower heads. Oh, and yeah. Jerry's hair. Yeah, they have very matted. Un, uh, yeah, I'm like, dude, you're hair. you're literally you're incredibly rich and have access to truly the best of everything. And your your hair, you're in the New York Times above the fold, <laughs> giant photo of you, and your hair. Literally, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's crazy. That that hair was a choice. It wasn't a circumstance. I think it was. A, I think it was a choice. Yes, but I guess that he is. You're hard to abandon. Raph. I mean, I'm no fashion historian, but he is. He, you know, people. He's beloved for his bombers. So I guess a return to form mm-hmm. in a like a pink leather oversized bomber. Um, Raph for, you know, and uh, Obama, five thousand dollars. Yeah, Obama's bomber is Lulu, though, so it hits a little different. I'm talking more about the what he's inflicted on the nation of Yemen. Oh, I understand. I understand. Yeah, Raph is Raph really has done damage to a lot of countries. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's the other hot news. We got fashion shows. You know what I mean? We had Fendi. We had we had Zenya. We had Prada. what season was this? What we are is this or is this this is fall winter? Uh, yeah, I think so. Fall, winter, 22, 21? 21. It 21. better be 21. Yeah, 21. But yeah, I, I don't. I didn't really watch any because I just see the pictures and I, I don't care enough. But I do think that it's... Um, are you Are you all done with virtual runways, Chris? I'm done with virtual everything. I, I don't... I mean, <laughs> well, I just think that... It, I just think it's like... Some of the stuff has actually looked pretty cool and they did a good job. But it's still like... It's just mm-hmm. not that. It's never going to be that good. And and pretending that it is or trying to it still ain't fucking raw. It ain't the. It ain't yeah. It ain't the same. So it's like yeah. You can have male models d- dancing badly, or you can have you know cool neon you lights. You can make a Balenciaga video game where you can walk into a store and then you could leave the store. The Balenciaga video game is actually a funny <laughs> idea, but as a known video game hater, I can't support it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's 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 fa- it's fashion week. So you didn't get the update? Okay. It's it's fashion week. It's fascism week. It's just, you know, man, it's just, you know, it's... it's, it's Damn, okay, De La Rocha. <laughs> fashion week. More like fascism week. I can't wait for the... the inauguration this week i think it's going to be i mean I'm so that's actually- going down on the 20th and that's when yeah actually i was having uh i was having dinner with my life partner's family yesterday and they're like oh you're traveling up north and i was like oh we're going to santa barbara it's you know it's an hour and a half not a big deal and he's like well make sure you don't go to sacramento on the uh on the 20th uh, the, well yeah all the capitals all the capitals are locking down i mean i i and talked I said, to my I'm friend not, you are never gonna catch me in sacramento <laughs> don't worry we ain't hitting sack town on this trip actually though maybe you should because gavin gavin newsom has open sacramento's open damn tragic newsom opened up sack town early okay uh, interesting choice i i am concerned i am concerned with the inauguration i do think there's going to be some uh some more fucking mouth you predicting some unrest i'm predicting some unrest but also i mean i talked to my friend luke who lives in dc and he's like yeah we, we're just gonna leave town <laughs> like we're just we're just gonna get out of here it's like mm-hmm. looking like a fucking war zone already there's like tanks on the street you know um yeah i mean why would you want to live in dc anyway i i couldn't agree more um but it's you know cold, it's inter- and the coolest thing you can do is work for the government no thanks the only thing cool about washington dc birthplace of sweet green you know, as as I'm deep in the West Wing, you know, I'm at the I'm at the arc 
<laughs> I'm at the arc in the story where Mary Mary Louise Parker is like a hot um, uh, love interest for Josh Lyman. And yesterday she was in her beautiful DC apartment, mm. like li- listening to Van Morrison making coffee. And that's, you know, that's the, that, yeah, that's the coolest DC's ever looked. Uh, I just wanted to say that. So I, I, I see the appeal <laughs> a little bit, but no, I mean, I, I do think that I haven't checked downtown Atlanta cause it's kind of a wasteland that no one actually goes to, but I imagine they've done some, some preparation. Sounds like the downtown of Los Angeles as well. I mean, that's every city's downtown for whatever reason. It, it, these are places where people work. Dur- Especially in New York. Well, Woof. I mean, if you go, I mean, if you consider downtown like, like financial district, which is, it's the same kind of thing. It just dies at night like every other downtown. You know what I mean? It's like people work there mm-hmm. and at 5 p.m., like even the restaurants close. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's, it's all yeah, like that fast, big casual. sculpture of the bull has to go to sleep sometime, right? He take he takes a little nappy. Yeah. Yeah. They put a, they put a weighted blanket over him at night and he, he sleeps like a, <laughs> He sleeps like a baby. Ooh, but like yeah, what, so I'm, I'm thinking what, about crocheting a weighted blanket and put it on that bull as like my form of um, you know political activism. What do you think, Chris? I love when Jason gets political. Because that active. bull is feeling is it not feeling the weight of the nation? I believe it is feeling the weight of the nation, even though the Dow's probably up, you know, seven thousand points. Um <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't I don't know what to think. I think it's gonna get I don't know, man. It's so it's you a think pretty, it's gonna be better or worse or as equal to what we ha- what we saw on the sixth. Well, I mean, I think that can't happen again. Well, obviously it can, but I don't think it will because now, obviously, even though it was clear that was going to happen, now the the government and the police and the feds and whoever have to be prepared because they can't let that happen again on their watch. Mm. Even though they're known Trump supporters, they can't let that happen on their watch because it makes them look incompetent. Feds is watching. I'd be fresh as hell when the feds watching, to mm. quote two chains. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm, I, I do think that, I don't know, man. I mean, these people are fucking nuts, dude. It's a, I think they, they deployed like 20,000 National Guard troops, I think, which seems like a lot. The question is, though, does, does it, so let's say more than half of those are probably Trump supporters. You know what I mean? So it's like at a certain point, what wonder, I just wonder what more than half of those deployed national guard people. Yeah. 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 Mm. I would, I would guess. So it's like, what are the, what goes through your head in that situation? When, if it's like, I, I literally signed up to defend my country. That is, that's something I care about. I am upset about the, that, that my candidate lost, you know, the presidency. If you are a Trump supporter and you also believe the, the election was stolen bullshit. If you don't believe that, then you mm. probably just go do your job. Mm. If you think the, if you think the election was stolen, then you're probably going to let some people into a capital to zip tie Nancy Pelosi. Hopefully people don't die. Yeah, I would like for it to. I mean, honestly, for me and and for America, it's time for Joe Biden to take office and for us to fucking get on with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the less oxygen we give Donald Trump, the better the world will be. You know, so I think that hopefully he feels a little deflated when his power is gone because his rebuilding phase is going to be it's going to be rough and and funny Mm. and to watch, I think. So we should treat. We should treat the Donald Trump and his presidency like how we treat our subreddit. Just ignore it, and it eventually it will die. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, that's all you can hope for. Yeah, that's all okay. you can hope for. But I mean, the other interesting thing that, that, that I don't know if you watched the clip. I didn't really watch the clip. I just saw someone on Instagram is is um, Ariel Pink going on Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I watched a little bit of Bro, it. <laughs> people, people, I cannot believe how much people care about Ariel Pink. 
and like he's a rich kid fuck him like i like how do you care this much about ariel pink like who who gives a shit what some like second rate pitchfork musician that peaked in 2012 is doing you know i I don't understand i really don't i i I think that's how covid has fucked us up so much we are Mm. we are obsessing over these things that we would have never thought about or considered before of like seemingly cool people have fired off their seventh tweet about ariel pink that is meaningless of just like who even freaking liked ariel pink before like yeah it's like well that's that's your tweet uh, to be yeah to be fair kind of everyone did you know what i mean to an extent Mm -hmm. i I just think it's like yeah to to get upset about ariel pink or to or to like yeah mexican summer yeah you dropped him yeah hell yeah like (laughs) of course of course they dropped him it's their chance to drop someone who doesn't sell records anymore it's like people laying off it's like people laying off you know uh employees like trimming the fat because of covid when they want to do it anyway it's like, yeah, let's, yeah, of course. If he would have, if he would have just gone to the rally, I bet he wouldn't have gotten dropped. But because he went on Tucker Carlson and, and cried, that you got, I would have dropped him too. Yeah. So he was saying, so he was like, what did you do out there? And he's like, I went there, went and checked out the rally, um, showed my support for my president, went and went back to my hotel and went to sleep. Like that's, <laughs> that's pretty much what he said. It's so funny. Like it's all went, so he funny. Went there to, I mean, you know, he's an old, he's a massive troll. And he he's trolling that's the other thing he is truly trolling and that's why i can't i i expect people that are smart to understand that but they don't seem to get it and you know also just just looking at him like it's a, the whole thing is a troll <laughs> are you sad that he's not on your team anymore yeah you guys yeah you guys can have him <laughs> but also a lot of people and i i wonder who what other musicians fit into this category a lot of people whose musical tastes i respect still consider him you know at the end of the day to be a musical genius a lot of people really really, really oh 1000% yeah i i truly don't even know a song like i'm sure right. i know one or i've heard one because like that's in in theory the kind of music that i like but i i i, I don't know i just kind of missed the boat on it yeah i mean i did too and his music is is definitely not for everyone but a lot of people really liked his music and and I guess still do, but you know it wasn't like Jared Leto type of shit. Like he, a lot of people are like, this guy is a true, true musical genius. Well, he's also he's also getting killed for being a rich kid, which I always think is so funny to me. Like that's his mm-hmm. fault. <laughs> <laughs> like what did he? What did like? Oh yeah, let's crucify him for that too. You can you can be upset that he supports Donald Trump and that disappoints you because you're a fan, but mm-hmm. like. What are you gonna you gonna vilify the guy for being fucking born rich? Congratulations, you're jealous. <laughs> Even though he is using his his rich powers for evil, I do always enjoy and admire when when rich people just go full off the reservation <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just yeah. say like I'm I'm gonna like do some gnarly ass shit. Like I'm rich as hell, but I'm I'm gonna be like waking up under a bridge. Like I'm I'm not fucking around. I'm a lifer, and I'm gonna do some weird shit with my power. I, that's always entertaining to me. Unfortunately, he he did a bad thing. It's very entertaining, but he's an idiot. he's a troll, and that's what he's doing. And it's the, I guess the sad part is it's working. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even I don't even know if I fully believe him. Like I don't even know if I think he actually is like a Trump supporter or if he just is a contrarian with a platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's a Trump supporter. I think he just thinks this whole thing is really funny and he's bored and he thinks that life is, you know, he's he's kind of like a a homeless joker, you know? He's just like he just wants to do gnarly shit and and see what happens because it's the the regular world and the reality that we live in 
does not, you know, tickle his fancy enough, which is why not- he enjoys, you know, heroin and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess for some people, you can replace your addictions with the addiction to Trump, and that's maybe what what our, our, our Ariel Pink did. Might as well face it. I'm addicted to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well face it. I'm addicted to Trump. They've been using YMCA the entire time. They could have done that. The, they could have done that the last four years. That could have saved his presidency. So, Jason, if 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 Jared Kushner came to you and asked you to be the musical director of the Trump campaign, would you have done it? Would Would I be the broke mogul for <laughs> Trump? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you? I be- mean, <laughs> yeah. How much money? How much money would you have to take to be the musical supervisor for the Make America Great campaign? You're like, look. When every single artist says no to you and hates you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough gig. I mean, it's hard enough getting getting sinks for Entourage too. But like, <laughs> yeah, <imagine> dude, just- <laughs> what? you're like, so um, I just got off the horn. I think it's going to be a no from Chris Martin. I don't think he's going to let us use "Fix You" on uh, as the. <laughs> that's a song. The song is it, not it about the economy. The metaphor, like, fix you, like, <laughs> us doing that for the American people. It's like, I really felt that to my core. But, yeah, he just said, he said no. In fact, he said, go fuck yourself. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to tell you that. But, yeah, the musical director for the, I mean, they've had to use the mm-hmm. most. Note to self, put Coldplay fix you on the end of this episode. Yeah, always. They they did they did a really, I mean, they, they had really had to use some terrible music. I mean, I will say. The the Biden inauguration lineup. I, I can't remember who's on it, but it's not it's not flooring me. No, they got some big people. I don't know. They, you know, it's better than like Miguel or something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what I did see? No, I think he has Lady Gaga. Oh, that's true. Actually, I think Lady Gaga's singing the national anthem. Maybe Oof. that heifer. I can't wait. I, I you know I'm I'm Gaga Hive. You already know that. Yeah, she's cool. What I'm a little monster, Jason. <laughs> And you can you can put it on God. I'm a little monster, and I, I'm I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna sing that loud and fucking proud. Of all the of all the Stan group nicknames, Little Monster is pretty bad. I would expect something better from Lady Gaga. The thing, but see, I actually like the Little Monster thing because it doesn't. It's not a bad pun on her name. Yeah, that is true. But sometimes a bad pun on the artist's name is exactly what this we need. Is funny. I also saw that. Speaking of pop stars, I saw that Selena Gomez is is speaking out against big tech. You know, <laughs> and I I was just like, I find it very ironic that a person who is I she may not be currently, but at 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 a point in the recent recent past mm-hmm. was the number one most followed person on instagram a facebook owned app so she's mm-hmm. literally directly making millions of dollars and now coming out as holier than thou against big tech i don't know like, what is what is her problem with big tech though i haven't seen it i think she's just like it's evil you know okay yeah sure which is like yeah so I she saw a netflix doc and she's like no es bueno she, she literally has 203 million followers on instagram that's great. And and her bio says by grace, comma, through faith. <sighs> Bars. Okay. So she getting her little she, uh, Unfortunately, Selena Gomez hasn't made a good song in a long time, but she does have some classics under her belt. I'm I'm a I'm a Selena Gomez fan. I just find the the it just seems all very ironic to me for for someone like that who's who's literally stood on the shoulders of big tech to become rich and famous to be coming at them in a in a statement. Yeah, but every every person kind of goes through this stage at some point, don't they? Somebody will tweet about like chemtrails or something like that. 
Don't talk about Lana again. We already talked about her on the other podcast. I'm trying to remember that Selena Gomez song. Also, also I heard... Featuring the what? scene. There, I, I was out somewhere yesterday. I think it was the grocery store, maybe. Okay. And I heard a song that I liked. And, you know, I used my favorite app, Shazam. Yeah, uh, use sure. Use code GONE at checkout for free Shazam. And um, Free Shazam. It was a Lana Del Rey song. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Do you remember which one? I just looked it up. Happiness is a butterfly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is a pretty good song. Okay, well, I'm glad, you know, Lana can still tug on those dick strings. Well, you know, I made an admission to the group chat yesterday mm-hmm. um, about about some other new music I'm listening to, and I just want to come out now um, Please. publicly. Show, at, show your bravery. And, you know, this is this is a lot for me to kind of talk about this publicly. Speak, and, and brother Jay, Chris. Jason has been a, a, a big a beacon of support um, during this difficult time for me. But I, I've been your fucking rock. Jason is my rock. But I had for the last forty eight hours, I've ag- absolutely been banging SZA "Good Days" in the Impala. It's my cross to bear. Speaking of Impala, right now, so many guys wearing champion hoodies just crashed their car off of a ravine <laughs> after hearing that news. <laughs> this is this is big news for me to come out publicly as. As a, I, I still think R and B is a genre, in its modern sense is a little boring to me. Even though it might have been my favorite genre growing up, like a Janet Jackson, mm. like a Janet Jackson, Mariah Carey era of. I mean, I think that's considered the golden era, though. To be fair, right, right, right. You like that old type of rock and roll, yes, but not like not, not this new bullshit that these damn this, kids are listening no, to. Some some R and B with some soul, major dick, exactly. Dick well, I also heart. I also heard that that Division covered Kings of Leon. Um, use somebody so i wanted to jump off the bridge <laughs> when i when i heard that uh, but this this is a song this is a song i have to say you know what really hooked me in i mean her voice is incredible i've always said that but the mm-hmm. the the lush production it the production feels expensive it feels like a supple leather what uh what's the name of this song chris it's called good days it's it's a single it came out recently it came out a couple weeks ago sounds like an australian coffee shop <laughs> <laughs> Scissors been hiding out from COVID down under. Yeah, I'm gonna rock up to good days for a latte. <laughs> oh yeah, what can I get started for you? <laughs> what can I get started for you? Are those or are those fresh? <laughs> um, but the song, I mean, look, no one. This is not a surprise to anyone on this podcast because I think the world likes Scissor in general. Um, but yeah. But yeah, really bang. So, I've, so I've well, just I'm going to listen to this song, Chris. It's a good song. I would love for you to listen to it and tell me what you think. I, I really, I really do like it quite a lot, and it's a, it's a departure for me, um, because otherwise I've been listening to you know Chris stuff. <laughs> Chris stuff. That's what you say when you go do your white shit when you have kids. You're like, Daddy's going to go do his Chris stuff now. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's what I'm doing down in my man cave. What do you mean, Papa? I'm going to watch the. <laughs> I'm going to watch tennis videos on YouTube. Exactly. I, I mean, look, I look if if yesterday I listened to SZA and watched chiropractor videos because I was so worn out from exercise that I had nothing left. Mm-hmm. So SZA, Cairo vids, don't bother me. That's that's literally like, yeah, don't don't. Mm-hmm. If the if the back is a cracking, don't come a knacking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Cairo Hive yeah. just lost it after that pun. Cairo Hive. I got bars for the, all the Cairo heads out there. Yeah, what's cracking? That's what I said. Some some small developments for me. We uh, a few days ago, I had a positive run in with a guy wearing a barstool sports knitted sweater. 
and it was knitted like a piece of knitwear, like a like a not a sweatshirt, not a sweatshirt, a piece of knitwear. Oh, and I didn't know that existed, but he it was like, but like the kind of person who wears it, like I don't know if they know what they're doing, you know, like I don't know <laughs> if they understand. <laughs> the gravity of everything yo bro i i don't know if you if you know <laughs> i don't know anything about barstool i've never really listened to any of it i know what it used to be and what that, it is jason now. don't don't d- you, now you're lying to people because <laughs> i i've seen your call me daddy subscription so before they move networks look 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 daddy gang is different okay between that's, between <laughs> but like that you can buy like a hoodie on barstool that that says positive vibes only and I don't think that is true for, but maybe it is. <laughs> Look, as a person who who's I've been to the Barstool uh, compound in in Madison Square Park in New York City multiple times to record uh, episodes of a podcast mm-hmm. uh, that you you may be familiar with. Um, it mm-hmm. is truly part of my take. A dis- a disgusting shithole like it's dis- <laughs> it's disgusting and like it's it's just like men should not be allowed to live like that like that should not be a place where people are allowed to go. If if you it, it literally feels mm-hmm. like a frat it feels like a frat house. Uh, there's mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. There's like pizza boxes and in the I told you this story before. I think in the bathroom at Barstool Sports, <clears throat> there's a chart above the toilet that is it tells you <laughs> tells you if you're healthy based on what color your urine is. While you while you get a little bit of your pee pee on your slides that say hung on one side and over on the other exactly it's it's in it's an insane place because also you know they're worth like you know a million a hundred million dollars so oh, you're way like more, you, way more way this more. office this office is disgusting because you choose to you, you like this like this is how you want to live in this male squalor that smells like stale beer come in football mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just oh <laughs> But the my nightmare. The the whoever I mean the guy who created it, he is a terrible person. But he, he was very smart to find this subsect of person that very. has, has Dave, been Dave, under Dave our Portnoy. nose. Yeah, Dave. He's been under there. You know, millions of these people have been under you know just living amongst us without a leader, and he's kind of you know similar to a Rogan style person, where like you're not all bad, but. You you know you you mean well. You're probably a good person at the end of the day, but you have a few theories and outlooks on the world that you know maybe need to be corrected. Yeah, you're you're Q leaning for sure. Um, wait, wait. <laughs> so so you ran into you ran into a barstool bro. What was the positive part of so this? So I, I was I was walking out of my local um, liquor store. They call them bodegas in New York, Yang Gang. And he and, and I was walking. <laughs> let me get out. A, hey, let me get a slice, please. Uh. <laughs> so it was, it was Glendale has a bodega as well, and I went there to go pick up uh, you know some of my goya beans as I do every week. You, you ain't got bodegas in California. And I went to go, go pet the bodega cat because they all have a cat don't they (laughs) any and i was walking out and then a guy was walking in and he was like as tall as i am kind of like a dopey white guy and he's like hey man how tall are you i don't meet a lot of guys who are taller than me it's pretty awesome and it was like he was a couple couple uh michelob ultras short of a sixer he meant well (laughs) but it it was just like i don't know did he he pull up in a golf cart or was it a regular car (laughs) 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 he may as well have you know but like but like he like held the door open for me and he i can't explain it like he talked to me in a way that only um, the mind of a simple person 
could talk to me in. And, like and it, it was, was it was like a refreshing. childlike, a childlike approach that was non-confrontational. Yeah, yeah but yeah. also not overly friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in a way that was almost refreshing of just like, hey, you're like I haven't seen you around this neighborhood, and it's it's nice to know that I'm not the tallest guy in the neighborhood. You know, have a good day. And I was like, wow, that's like more of an interaction than I have with almost anybody on a day to day basis. And it was, you know, it was earnest coming from like a, a sweet, well to do ish looking person. And but he did, you know, look like he would fail an IQ test or at least, you know, score in the 60 percent percentile group. Well, to be fair, I don't know if you would do that well on one either, but I, I, I appreciate I would do better talking. than him, I would say. OK, OK, OK. But it, okay. it was an it was an odd and confusing moment of like nice guy, idiot, barstool sweater. You know, like the whole the whole thing shook me to the core, and I haven't. But you couldn't you couldn't hate. I couldn't hate. I it like it was a positive well, experience. Honestly, I think that's something that I, I forget about being in Atlanta is that you can have these kind of normal interactions with people that you don't align with on everything, and it's kind of nice to remember that happens because in New York and LA that doesn't really happen very often. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you hang out with me, because I I'm uh, yeah I'm, I'm a waver. I I like to wave at strangers. Yeah, and you're gonna get punched for that one day if you if you were if you were five eleven, you'd have already gotten a tooth knocked out for doing that. Look, I don't think that's true. Nobody's ever. Nobody's ever been waved at by me and wanted to square up with TJ. That's because you're a big bitch, and they think you're tough. They think that you <laughs> could do something. Tough. Nobody thinks I'm tough. They might. I mean, I don't because I know you. Children. Children. A good point. They don't. They think you're a monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they only physically. knew the real me, they would know that I'm a real big pussy. Yeah, I just, I just listened to, I just listened to Sis in my Tesla. <laughs> but so we were. Um, LP and I were down in Long Beach pulling up to the Restoration Hardware um, just to sniff around, and there was a there was a houseless man walking across the street. Kind of, he wasn't. He, he was like sort of halfway between regular looking Orange County bro who just looks like he works construction, and but he had like a like a sleeping bag on his shoulder, and he was a little dirty. So I was like, oh, he's actually a homeless guy, houseless guy. And he was looking straight ahead, like with kind of a, a locked gaze, just in his own world. And then he turned his head perfectly right in front of me, locked eyes with me, and then waved at me with like a weird little smile and then turned back around, not unlike you would see the Joker doing, perhaps. And then my life partner was like, see how that felt? That's how everyone feels yeah. when you wave at them. Yeah. And I no said, one likes no, to be I waved disagree. at by... So- no one wants to be waved at by somebody they don't know. I think that's uh, well. I, I hope that's not true. And I try. I try to to create a world that I'm living in that is okay with you know saying hi to a stranger just to let them know. No, that no, 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 I don't no, Jason. That's not, no, see, that's not what I'm saying. Saying hi is one thing. <laughs> the wa- the wave is what takes it over the line. What if I'm too far to to talk to them, too far away? Then you don't need then you don't need to do anything. That's the whole thing. This, Jason. this too, reminds me of that that, that I, commercial, <laughs> like it's like an insurance commercial where the guys telling telling people that they don't have to do certain things. If you're at Home Depot and somebody walks by with blue hair, you don't have to like say that guy has blue hair. It's true. The same thing. If you're wearing a barstool sports sweater, you don't have to approach Jason and say, damn, bro, you're tall, <laughs> but you liked it. So what? whatever, what are you supposed to do? Well, I'm going to keep on waving at strangers and flashing them my pearly whites. And they're going to continue to not punch me. And they're going to be like, Hey, that tall guy, 
That was a good wave. Jason, I, I had some also something else I want to talk to you about. Um, mm. Just as, as a member of the cooking community, I have been alerted that Paris Hilton um, does have a Netflix cooking show coming. I have no interest in watching Selena Gomez's cooking show. Paris, I'm in. One one hundred percent down to watch Paris. Kim, she's got she's got Demi Lovato uh, and Kim Kardashian confirmed as guests. So this could be this could be big. One out of two ain't bad. Or you're that big of a Demi head? <laughs> no, no, no. The only the only Demi I want to see Paris cooking with is a Demi Gloss. That's for my real cooking head uh, cooking heads mm. listening right now. I would go. I would go more, but sure. I think that I I you know Demi Lovato. Look, Demi's been Demi's been through a lot though. Demi's been through a lot, but Demi. I just happen to not like the music that she makes. She's one of those people who makes awful music, but can sing maybe better than anybody else. It's a very strange. Oh. She has she has incredible. She has an incredible voice, incredible range. Like, but just the song. She just cannot get a song that's good. I mean, she's had hits, of course, but like you know, they're not good she's like the aerial pink of pop music is what you're saying exactly yeah 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 yeah. the pipes on that little cat mm-hmm. exactly and she looks like a lesbian too so it, it kind of works out <laughs> uh also speaking of cats um and we we were talking and sniffing around about the idea of uh rescuing another small animal a dog i know i know this does not please you and we we would not use any um boutique adoption service well, like that's your that's your loss like the labelle foundation the twisted and crooked labelle foundation <laughs> we um we, fo- we found a dog that came over who's being fostered by like a, a young couple just some random looking people that look like they play video games and watch rick and morty very nice sweet people you looked in the mirror we're show we're we're in the we're doing like a, a social distance dog meet and greet you know to see if this dog gets along with our current dog you know, if it's if it's going to be a, a crazy fit, if it's going to be good or bad, whatever. And the dog, it's kind, it's a it's a male dog. And Carolyn, my girlfriend, she could not stop fixating on the fact that this dog has a giant dick, huge, hung 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 like a human. What kind of dog is this? this I is, mean, not that I'm going to know. Is like, but... This is like a small, like 15 pound, like little kind of fluff ball dog. Like looks like some little scruffy doodle thing. The, the the dick was was a third of the entire body was, length. My my G was swanging. He was he was he was big swanging, and I I noticed it, and I saw it, and it was fine. It wasn't. What's the dog's name? Flurry or fluffy or something like that. Froggy. Are you trying to look this thing up? You're, Fuck no, Chris. You're fucking you're perverted. I hate dogs, and I'll send you I'll send you meat pics. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. But so so she's she's like like they're they're trying to tell us all the stuff about the dog like eh, blah 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 has trained and he's really good with toys and at the dog park and the whole time she's just like big old dick big old dick can't focus <laughs> and, then, and then while that's going on the the dog goes and walks behind the the girl owner mm-hmm. who's like kind of like kneeling on the ground and like playing playing around and the dog lifts his leg up and starts pissing on her. No, during, dude, during, what? during the meet and greet and i'm like this dog is straight up going to be euthanized because it it's never going to get adopted because people are either going to be threatened and intimidated by the size of his hog or it's just going to piss on people it's going to like are you my new are you my new mommy and then piss right on him it all goes back to the hog and i was thinking it all yeah like so many things in this world it all goes back to that nice hoggy and i was wondering what is a more cruel twisted fate to you know meet your final demise as a young rescue puppy 
death because your dick is too big or death because you can't stop peeing on people. So did the did the owner like act so shocked? Like I can't believe he never does this kind of yes, thing. Yes, yes. And Perfect. I was like I, I call bullshit. This dog likes to piss on you. It's done it before, and this won't be the last time that it does. Definitely not. So yeah, God, the, world, I, the world of animal adoption is twisted. The world of rescuing animals, animals having a pet, have, having a pet is one of the most baffling things on this earth for me. I just cannot wrap my head around it. I know, I know, and I used to be the same way as you. But it is nice a little bit. The one thing, the the main like big thing that I like about it is the having like the animals' senses around in terms of like safety is nice like i know like bitch what are you what the fuck you think margo's gonna do if somebody comes in with the draco trying to take your podcasting equipment look it's if i'm if i'm home alone and i'm gone off the edibles and i'm feeling paranoid <laughs> i want to know uh, that i want to have shout out gaga uh wait, i'm sorry what? <laughs> yeah and if my if my senses have been dulled thanks to that sweet flower i i, I like knowing that the there's a dog there that always is you know the the hearing the the sound the all those senses are like 5000 times as powerful as mine so you know if something does happen the dog will let me know and if i if i'm like if it's like 3 in the morning and i hear some like crazy sound in the backyard i'm like oh god what is that like do i need to like go put pants on and get a flashlight and make sure that you know, somebody's not trying to murder my family or, you know, a raccoon got stuck in a so, chimney or so whatever. You, I mean, so the dog think, will let me know. I'll look at the dog and the dog will be like, no, it's all good. Go back to sleep. I know how dogs work, Jason, but you're telling me that you're so <laughs> fucked. You're so fucked up off edibles that you need a dog to bark so that so that you like, I just don't No, this. I, the, I, the edible part doesn't doesn't matter. It, it could also be stone cold sober. It's It's more of like if I hear something and I wonder if it's if it's worth checking out or not the dog will let me know i can look at the dog and the dog will shoot me a glance back of like it's all g go back to watching so you're telling me TV. so you're telling me that's worth you're telling me that's worth picking up shit off the ground in public <laughs> for a lifetime is that what you're telling me no i'm saying that that is one positive attribute of the dog that i didn't realize until i lived with it but it's also nice to just have a little little uh i like the idea of walking no the walking part is the biggest thing because if I were to walk around my neighborhood alone, waving at strangers, I would serial killer. I, I would be yeah yeah yeah. It would be serial killer behavior. If you just live in Los Angeles at all, and you are walking without, I mean, you have to be wearing workout clothes. You have to be running or jogging, or people are like, "Who the fuck is this person? Do I need to call my neighborhood watch?" But if you have a dog, free reign to do anything. I could walk onto people's lawns. I can you know do whatever. Uh, you have the you have free reign to to stroll around, which is a That's basic true. human right that we have lost. In we know in that Angeles. as you and we know you like to forage flowers and vegetables from unsuspecting yards oh, yeah. all over all over <laughs> oh, Glendale. Yeah. So if oh, you have yeah. a cute if you have a cute doggo with you, they're not going to pull out the chopper on you when you <laughs> grab a lemon. <laughs> that is true, and if they do, I'll see their asses in court. Chris, so we have a um, we have a great three day weekend coming up. Even though today is a holiday, MLK shout outs to the God Martin. We still have more content coming out. So if you are enjoying your your bank holiday weekend, just kidding. Bank you, you don't have a job. Weekend. You don't have an office. BBC, BBC Radio One Annie Mac Bank Holiday Weekend new mix for you. Are you raving or behaving? 
are you raving or behaving? Well, get on with it then. Yeah, tonight. So, yeah, you know, tomorrow's Monday. I got no job. I got no school day off, baby. So tonight I'm going to get twisted. I have two calls tomorrow uh, and a ring session followed by a tennis lesson. So, I, again, all you losers that take days off, this is this is not the podcast for you. Your tennis game, how is it going? Is it improving? Do I need to worry about when you return to Los Angeles in just a couple of weeks? I, I, it is improving, honestly. I think the biggest thing that I've learned from Jordan is, is I'm, I'm getting much better at it. At, uh, oh, it has a name. Uh, yeah, hitting, hitting, hitting my forehand with a lot of topspin, but, but baseline, just over and over, just hitting the baseline in the back, mm. which is gonna is gonna fuck you up when I go for the ankles. Um, painting that corner, painting the corners, but also my net game has improved quite a lot. Yeah, your net game bananas. A few, a few, a few, <laughs> a few tips from him have really stuck with me, and and um, yeah, you are a problem at the net. But otherwise, it's, it's more just consistency. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like it's really nice to hit with somebody who's just like every ball is going to come back, and you are, and, and you're not going to win a point. There's no, there's, there's no points being played. You're just going to hit ten thousand balls in an hour and feel exhausted. But that's how you get better. Yeah, the 10,000 ball rule. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the 10,000 ball rule that we are implementing on Manscaped.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. We will not stop until 10,000 balls get neatly trimmed without any exactly. nicks, cuts, or blood. It's it's going pretty well. I mean, the serve is just going to be a challenge, but I've, I've kind of... Oh, yeah. I mean, I've definitely improved, but I also think that it's, it's just it's a mechanical thing, and I think that luckily my toss is in a good place, which I think is kind of the... the, the <laughs> The, yeah, without the toss, you've got nothing. <laughs> well, the backbone feels like the back. The, that feels like the backbone of the service game. Sure, you, you know sure, what I mean. Sure, like, sure. so I, I think that I think that you know you start playing with velocity on the on the swing mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, that's like, hey, are you becoming a good um, Formula One driver? And you're like, I'm getting really good at starting the car. Uh, I'm feeling really good about um, you know putting the keys in and turning mm-hmm. it. And it starts yeah, up. well, okay, Jason. Well, luckily, I my. <laughs> My shit's pushed to start, so I don't even know about that. You know what I mean? So couldn't be me, couldn't be me, bro. But yeah, it's been good. And I also, I mean, the weather here has just been pretty nice, so it's like easy to play. But I'm, I'm coming back to. I, I got a ticket today. I'm my return to LA is imminent, TJ. Ooh, well, I'm going to shout, be... shout out to my family at Delta One. You know what I'm saying? You already know the vibes. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah, literally in four hours, I have a court reservation at the hotel Clay Courts. I've. Uh... I'll be playing it Have up. Have you played on clay before? I've I've done it one time, and I was not playing a serious game. I was just kind of mucking about. So I'm looking it's forward to, looking forward to it. I don't I don't want to see what it will do to my coke white Kobe's though. Your coke white Kobe's going to be looking like you you went <laughs> you went down to the creek in in Georgia with that red clay. Mm-hmm. But it is. I mean, be prepared because the game is a little different. You know what I mean? It's a little slower. Um, you will slip okay. and slide. Oh, um. But I, I, you know, luckily, I mean, are you playing with Carolyn or a pro? I'm playing, I'm just playing with Bay, so it'll be more of a casual fun game. Well, when we take our How Long Gone uh, riding retreat to back to Santa Barbara, we can play some uh-huh. real matches on that clay. We'll leave it all in the clay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just dying to get that novel finished up with you. Never been to Santa Barbara. I told you that, right? No, but it seems like a place that you would love. Yeah, no, no, I'm, we're gonna go. I've I've just never been, and I, I white Republicans don't do that. Okay, don't you can't do that. Look, we're both from white Republican. Well, actually, now mm-hmm. officially, Orange County is more Republican than Atlanta, Georgia. How fucked up is that? No, the OC turned blue a few years ago, thanks to my Asian familia. 
So I'm welcome to the team, Chris. I know it's been a couple weeks since you guys turned blue, but we've had it for a while now. Oh, I didn't know that. I actually didn't and know that. And also RIP Orange County to the Disneyland annual pass. They they announced that Disneyland and Dodger Thank Stadium God. are turning into vaccination centers, which is so fucking weird to think that Disneyland is just like, oh, we, we don't do anything except give people a vaccine. We gotta go get we have to go we have to go get vaccinated at Disney. That's the content people need. <laughs> Us yeah, walking down. around Disneyland. <laughs> I don't but but uh, but they when they announced that it's gonna become a vaccination center instead of an amusement park, they also said that they're going to cancel their annual passes, which for all these Disney people who are I, I grew up around everybody having an annual pass at Disneyland and then it was cute for a while, and then a lot of people turned into like adults well into their 30s and 40s and beyond who become these obsessed Disneyland people. It's, it's one of the weirdest. It's, it's honestly one of and the I, weirdest. There, I have a lot of friends who are still doing it, so I feel bad talking shit about it. I but, don't. I don't feel bad at all. You, you're a freak. If you're an adult that has a Disney season pass, you're insane. And especially if you don't have any kids and it's just like a thing that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I, I kind of understand it. A little bit, but once you get a certain age, like you're you're escaping reality, and it's it's turning into a weird, dark place where the that's only what ha- drugs are for, losers. Get the DMT, <laughs> get the DMT jewel like army, so you don't have to have a sticker with ears on the back of your car. Uh, yeah, the side effects of creating an alternative reality that you prefer from drugs are actually better than the side effects that you get from becoming a Disneyland annual shareholder annual pass holder. I when I when I first got to LA in June, and I don't know why I'd never noticed this before. I guess it was just such a long stretch of time, but I kept seeing those stickers on cars and I really didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What is this? There's so ma- it's actually staggering it's how many you see. It's staggering how many you see in a day. I'm sure it's like that in Orlando too. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I was in high school, it was social suicide if you did not have an annual pass. Well, that's because you guys were trying to hook up on a ride. What is the price looking like on that? Is it? I mean, I'm sure it's gone up, but is it like 200 bucks or like 500 bucks? When I was in high school, it was like 130, and and now it's it's definitely closer to five. That's really some news you can only get from the L.A. Times. You know what I mean? The, the other newspaper. You know? That's why we have a Coastal Elite podcast, Chris. You handle the East Coast. I'll handle the West. Thank you. Thank you for that breaking news. And also right now, um, the surf in Huntington is about three, four footers <laughs> right now. It's kind of choppy. Wind, winds are like 10 out of Southwest. Um, check out Trestles. Oceanside's pumping right now. And Ventura's looking pretty good. for like, You got like two more hours. And then honestly, don't even bother. Don't even bother. You got two more hours, bro. You got to pack it up. All right. Um, well, speaking of packing up, I got to go edit this podcast and leave because in four hours I got a I got a court yeah. time. God bless. I, I need to. I need to. Please send me a picture of the Kobe's after the, after the match. <laughs> I will send them before and after. From Coke White to Clay Brown. Love your work, TJ. Uh, everybody. Yeah. How long gone? Uh, please check out How Long Gone Radio on Spotify. Every week we break down the new and and uh, good, bad, and indifferent music. Enjoy, enjoy this. We'll be back uh, Wednesday and Friday with new episodes uh, and just more fire for your head talk coming soon. Whoa.